You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey there, hey there, everybody. This is Steven, once again, here for Cyber Time Bite, the, momenta, the momentous episode, episode 20. Like, gosh, I can't believe, I can't believe I've been doing this for 20 episodes, and I can't do it without all of you, and I also got, I also got to announce today, too, that this is, that this episode, tonight, um, start, that's, it started, this past Wednesday, but this show is not only on Spreaker, it's not only on iHeartRadio, it's not only on Spotify, it is now on it is now on Real Hot Radio 365. Yes, I, this show will run every. This show will not only go up every single Wednesday on all those platforms I was just talking about, but it will also air live. Well, not live, but it, the recordings will air. On Real Hot Radio 365 every single Wednesday at noon. So make sure to tune in every single week to listen to all to listen to all my episodes when they air from from episode number one all the way up to episode twenty bi-weekly. That is the that is the most awesome thing ever, and I I'm so excited. But today Today's episode is really epic because this guy, I love his channel. I love what he does. He works hard for his fans, and I can really appreciate that. I'm today. I'm here with Mr. Amy of the Nerd Coalition of Fabulous. <laughs> What's going on, YouTube? Is see a place to be? Chill with me, Mr. Andy, right here with my man Steve on his podcast. Man, first of all, congratulations on 20 episodes, bro. Hey, no. Congratulations on that. Hey, thanks. I um I I I I've been just trying to get like people after people after people on the show. I mean, I had a lot of great interviews on the show, a lot of great people. And it's it's really it's really awesome to be to be doing this. And I'm and I'm glad so I'm bringing 20 episodes with Mr. Ane, dude. That's that's the best right there. <laughs> Yes, I appreciate that. I'm glad to be part of the 20th episode. So, I mean, I'm ready to get it popping. Ask me anything, bro. All right. So, I guess I guess we can get started with um, where did the where did the Nerd Coalition start? Like, where was the start of the whole thing? Well, the whole start of Nerd Coalition was actually it was a name that I used to call a group of my nerd friends where we used to just hang out all the time, and I would always call ourselves like, "Yo, we are the Nerd Coalition." So, uh. That's where the name came from, but I was a big watcher of YouTube. So I watched Jeremy Johns, I watched Smozno, I watched Black Nerd Comedy. There's a lot of things I used to watch, and I was like, you know what? I'm in to so many different things right now, and I was like, well, I want to. What? What? If I can make a channel where everything is in one whole channel because i'm a huge wrestling fan i'm a huge movie buff i'm a huge gamer i'm, I'm a little bit of everything now of course i couldn't do that by myself so i asked some of my friends hey do they want to be a part of it with me as i get this thing off the ground and you know a couple years in the making you know started working that way and that's how the whole birth of the nerd coalition came that's that's really cool um who are your um who are your friends by the way what are their names 
Okay. Well, I have a the my my main co-host mostly uh, swag on zero. That's uh, my man Anthony. He uh, is on most of the videos with me. You see him on the fan react uh, or on the death battles that I do a lot of times. He does most of the anime stuff. Then I have uh, Qflow, Flow the Rookie, who is the guy who produces all the music. So right now we're working on a new song because the audio got copyrighted at the end of our videos. But he was the one, if you look at some of our older videos a couple months ago, he's the one that wraps all of the stuff in the end of our videos. Then I have uh, my man Quattro, who's the, the other wrestling fan with me, that uh, we do most of the wrestling stuff together and sit down and do the uh map out the universe modes and do the podcast and things of that nature and then of course uh every now and then we, those like the those are the main people and then every now and then i have people come on such as my wife who's a lady sketch who comes on does the artwork for our channel and then i have uh, a couple other friends that, that, that come on every now and then to just join to some reactions stuff like that but those are the, the core main people that make this channel work so you oh so you do a podcast as well? Oh yes, uh, yeah we do a couple of them. I, I have a nerdgasm talk podcast that uh, that's me and Swag on Zero. We just talk about anything nerd related and pop culture and stuff of that nature and movie news, all that stuff from the past week. And then I have a wrestling podcast called the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, and that's the one I do with uh, Quattro. Or I do with uh, my co-host mostly for that is uh, Q Flow for the rookie, the guy that does our songs. And every now and then we we have another guy from another channel named Primetime who joins us along with the podcast as well when he has time available. So yeah, those are the two podcasts that we run on this channel. I I I would, if if you guys accept guests on those shows, I would love to be on both because I love talking about all those things just as much. Oh yeah, absolutely. We like getting we like getting anybody on our show. We're actually part of um. For people out there that's listening that want to know, we're part of this production company called Spaces Philly. And uh, that whole production company has uh, a lot of podcasts on there as well. And we're featured on there with our two podcasts. And my wife, if anybody's into hip-hop music or anything, she has her own podcast called Turntables, Hip-Hop Culture and Beyond. And we have another podcast where we're we're working on in the works right now. It's not up yet. Uh, we're, we're doing uh, the man. It's, it's like a, it's like a man talk, a man only thing for help men go out there and just you know vent. But right now, the ones that's actively up and running that that's I've been doing for like the past year or so is the Nergasm uh, Talk Podcast and the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. So you can find those up on Spacious Philly. I'm on all the podcast apps: Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Speaker, SoundCloud. Have not got on Anchor yet, so I'm trying to get up on Anchor as well, or iHeartRadio. I haven't got up on those yet. And every every weekend, I upload them on YouTube also. So just in case nobody has some of the podcast apps, or they got YouTube read, or, or they like listening to podcasts on YouTube, it's always up on YouTube every weekend, whether it's Saturday or Sunday. Or, um, so like, so like you live in Philadelphia, right? Like Phil, like actual... yeah. So um... yes, I, yeah, I'm in Philly. How far away do you live from the ECW arena? Okay, so yeah, I, I live about a half an hour away from the ECW arena. Driving wise. Have um have you ever have you ever been there? Well, since I mean, have you lived in Philadelphia your whole life or did you move there when you got older? 
I no, I've for the majority of my life, like my, my whole family came from down south from Alabama, yeah. but I for the majority of my life it's been here in Philly. Because I was gonna ask, were you were you did you grow up when East when you were growing up was ECW still in business and you went to go see their shows at the arena? Yeah. So when I was growing up, the the funny thing is now, don't at me, people out there. I was raised on WCW. Oh, <laughs> so I, I when WCW. I started, watch, huh? I love WCW. <laughs> yeah, I um, my grandfather got me started on WCW. My first, I started watching wrestling back in 1992, and the first match I saw was Vader versus the British Bulldog from WCW Saturday Night, mm-hmm. and uh, two of my favorites, by the way. So. When ECW came around, I used to catch it on Channel 48, but I never knew like where the arena was. The first time I ever been to the ECW arena, I would have to say is no lie, was about three years ago. Really? Was was the first time I've been down there. Now, don't get me wrong, I I liked ECW. I wasn't the biggest fan of ECW. I respect what ECW did and the superstars that they brought from. I like a lot of the superstars from over there, but you know, a lot of things got kind of repetitive to me. But when I went down there to the ECW arena and they changed, it's now called the 2300 arena. Uh, now they changed the name of it. But yes, I've been down there and you, you can, you know, feel the magic and see where all the things happen there. So it's a very sweet arena. I mean, did they, I, did they change the, like, did they gut the inside and just change it all up? Inside the inside the building, yeah. Unfortunately, they did gut that thing out, and they kind of changed the whole layout of it. Because if you remember watching the ECW product back in the mid '90s, and you go there now, you 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 can tell the difference. It is because now that they made it more of a you know, like an arena slash uh, chill type area in that arena now. Because now that they host not only wrestling matches, they they host different kind of wrestling cons. Like there's icons of wrestling that's coming up next month that I'm actually going to go to where the superstars come and sign autographs. You take pictures with them and you get to buy things and stuff of that nature. So, yeah, they kind of changed it up, you know, uh, so it can help fit and benefit that. So but here, here's a room. Here's the thing that I heard about the arena that that um that I saw that I heard from many ECW documentaries is that. Back in the day, the arena never had bathrooms, so everyone had to pee and poop in the back of the building. Do they? Do they actually install bathrooms in there now? Yes, they actually got themselves a men's and a woman's bathroom, and it's a pretty big bathroom this time. So they actually said they they made it more homey nowadays. You, as soon as you come in, you get to see the bathrooms, and the bathrooms are pretty big, so it can fit an awful, you know, a lot of amount of people at the same time. So yeah, when you got to you know, do that thing no more back in the 90s. Yeah, that was crazy. I can't believe, from all the money that ECW got from its fan base, I'm surprised they can't even afford to make a bathroom in the arena. Yeah, well, that's why we had Paul Heyman leading it. (laughs) So, you know, Paul Heyman, you know, uh, still making lies and not signing paychecks to some of the superstars. So, uh, So what was your first live wrestling event that you've been to? The first live wrestling event. Okay, what well, I I was supposed to go to a couple, couple WCW uh, events back in the day, but my grandfather passed away, so he never got a chance to take me. And my grandmother was not into wrestling at all, and uh, neither was my dad or anybody else really. So I didn't have nobody to go to the shows with. So the first show I went to, my first ever live WWE or wrestling event, was actually. Three years ago, 
in December of 2015 when Roman Reigns beat Sheamus for the WWE Championship when they were here in Philly on Raw. Oh, at a Raw? Yeah, there was a Raw. And that's when uh, Roman Reigns beat Sheamus. That's when Sheamus was still doing the 515 thing. <laughs> and uh, he beat him uh, right here in Philly. And that's, you know, that day the Dudley Boys first. Uh, the Wyatt family in a Philly street fight on that same day with Rhino. So yeah, I remember that show. That was my first show, so I was very excited about it. It was really, it was really awesome. My my first RAW was um, no, if you, I don't know if I tell you this, but I'm from uh, I'm from Chicago. I'm from Illinois. And, oh okay. And so my first my first RAW was not no, I'm not even kidding. My first RAW was the was the go home show for WrestleMania 27. Really? Okay. And and I uh, and and I was like I was there in the building when CM Punk dropped the pipe bomb in the middle of the ring and back then I don't know if you know this but back then they they used to they used to tape SmackDown NXT and Superstars all in one night including doing Raw Live. What now see that I never knew that because I I knew SmackDown was taped and all that and I remember we were going through that phase of the whole. NXT reality show type thing, but I know they take them all in one night. Yeah, they used. Wow. To, yeah, they yeah they used yeah on top of Raw being live that same night they used to they used to do the recording for NXT and SmackDown and Superstars all in that one night. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. So and back then you were sitting there for probably about four hours, but that's before Raw went to three hours anyway. So yeah, it was it was it was nuts. I mean, like when they. You know, when they had that extra, I mean, before they went to three hours, they had that whole extra hour just to record all that because, you know, they didn't have to start till eight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it was, it was crazy. I mean, the last, the last event I went to was, was not even like a month ago. It was actually last month. And I went, and I went to the, um, to that one where Rhonda got attacked by the Bellas and, Yes, yes, that that was uh, the October fifteenth show because that was my wife's birthday and we got her tickets to go into the front row. No, 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 so no. she was in the front row of that show. No, I'm, ta- no, I'm talking about the the October third show. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. My bad. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, I was in the building that night when DX reformed. Oh snap! If you were in the building that night, it was nuts. I believe it. See that, that that's what. It bums me out because I've been a wrestling fan that so long and I've been watching it. But you know, to be in like the arena when when like these moments happen, I know it has to be surreal. I, I was no when when it happened, dude. I just stood up, started cross chopping and doing the doing the X thing. I was like, dude, <laughs> <laughs> I I was so freaking excited, man. It was it, it was that night was crazy awesome. That's why I love going to live events for crazy moments like those. Yes, I I have to agree. Sometimes going to the live events is more fun than actually watching it on TV. So um, so like so uh, let me rephrase the question. Let me get my mind straight. Mm-hmm. Um, so so uh, since we're talking about wrestling, so you play the games right, and you never miss a co- you never miss a year, right? I've never. No, I have not missed a year of, of wrestling games. Which one's your favorite? My favorite still to this day is probably uh, it's between No Mercy or SmackDown. Here comes the pain. Those are good. I, 
I got no mercy because I got um. Which I got, I got no mercy because all my friends were telling me you don't have no mercy. How dare you? How have you not played it already? And I'm like, well, because I just don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> and so and so I went out and bought it and I played it. And I mean, like, I'm still getting used to it, but like, it's it's a it's a pretty good game. I mean, like, I I don't I wouldn't call it overrated, but it's like it's a it's a game I'm still getting used to. I understand. I I also own the the first ECW game of the two that they made called Hardcore Revolution. I remember that. Yes, I actually had the second one, Anarchy Rules, when it came out. That came out on PS One, right? Then yeah, PS One when that came out, PlayStation. So I bought that one when when that one came out. I saw. I want to get that one because just to complete my ECW game collection. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's funny. No, it's funny when I look at my because uh, I have my DVD collection of wrestling stuff like not even that far away from me, and I realize that I have so many ECW DVDs, but I don't have one WCW DVD, and I love WCW. <laughs> oh really? Oh man, look, that's that's the thing. I have so many WCW DVDs, and I have about a couple, a handful of the ECW DVDs. Do you have the the unreleased ECW stuff? Yes, I have all three of those volumes, and I have the uh, the um, Rise and Fall of ECW, which is one of the best wrestling documentaries what they ever made. So I I, I do have those from ECW, and then of course you know now you, since you have the network, there's not that many you know things to go out and buy anymore. So I was watching the EC the top fifty OMG moments of ECW history, but they didn't release that on a hard copy, so. Yeah, but that's probably all the ECW I do have, though. But I do have all the unreleases and uh, the Rise and Fall. Oh, and of course, ECW One Night Stand 2005. Oh, that, that, yeah, that ECW One Night Stand 2005 was an excellent show. Yes, I have that one. What do you think of 2006? I liked it not as much as 2005 because 2005 was pure ECW. Then you can tell 2006 is when they put their. Like the the WWE hand into it, and I mean that, I liked seeing RVD win the championship. Uh, the 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 the, the, the six hard the six person tag hardcore matches, all right, and it, you know it, it 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 felt like a WWE show within the midst of a ECW style production, but I was still 2005 was the better show. Oh. Yeah, it's been it's been a while since I've seen any of them, and and I'm, and I'm trying to remember. Did Joel Gertner show up at one at one of those shows at some point? I think Joel Gertner was the one that came in 2005, but he was there, right? Yeah, because I swear I remember seeing him, but I don't remember when it happened. Yeah, but it definitely was. I, I don't. Now see, once again, I don't remember him in 2006, and I, I I really don't think he was there for the 2006 show because it was a one and done thing, and then WWE decided to bring it back. So yeah, I th- 2005, yeah, 2006. I don't think so. Did I, I know that I know that when they brought back ECW, we can all admit it sucked. But, oh yeah, it was it, it was ass. But like, how how would you think if they? Well, I mean, like, I guess we can both stand on this because we're both WCW lovers. But like, how would you feel if they brought back WCW and they did a reboot of that? Just like if they did like a one night stand for it, but they didn't call it one night stand. Like, you know, 
Oh, so like a one and done show for WCW? Yeah, like like if they brought back like Starcade for one year. Oh yeah, I think that would have been a good idea ten years ago. Ten years ago. But yeah, I think now it's not a good idea because all the the people that made WCW hot and what it was are either too old or dead. And that's very unfortunate. Sting, Ric Flair, Hall and Nash, Goldberg, Hogan, and then you you look to some of the deceased ones. You have Vader is going. Uh, if you're going back to like the early '90s WCW, but um, uh, DDP's older, Booker T's retired. You know we can't find Buff Bagwell. So you know there there are a lot of stars that need to be on that show, like it was for ECW One Night Stand. And to do the like the old WCW things that, that that made it good. Dusty Rhodes is gone, and uh, now since it's like 2018, it, if WWE was to do it, it would just be littered with like WCW paraphernalia. But it would be their superstars trying to replicate the matches, and it wouldn't it wouldn't feel the same. So it would have been a great idea. Like after ECW did it, maybe about three 2008, you could have did it. And you could have had all the people still alive and still kind of in shape to do it, but 2018, I I I think it's it's too it's too late, unfortunately. But he also can't he also can't forget Mick Foley. He had his hand in WCW for a small while. Exactly, yeah. In the, in the early 90s of uh, WCW, so that's the Cactus Jack character. So yeah, all those that you know, Rick, of course, well, Rick Rube, you know, died even before it went out of business. But yeah, you still have a. Uh, all them people that that you know paid tribute to WCW or had an impact in it, and now it's just like it's too old to even do anything, or people don't even want to work together anymore, like Scott Steiner or something like that. So yeah, I I, I think either they was to try to they can use the names like if they want to do they had these Starcade house shows that they've been doing. I'm like that's fine. Uh, if they want to bring back, I always want them to bring back Halloween Havoc. I like the Halloween theme pay per view so. You could do a house show like Halloween Havoc and, you know, bring that back and you can kind of do some type of WCW things there. But to do like a one and done show like ECW, I, yeah, I think it's too late for that. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like it was, I mean, how, I mean, Halloween Havoc, I mean, like, I don't know why WWE just didn't pick that up and add that to their lineup. It's because that was like when they're. That was like one of their big pay-per-views. I think Halloween Havoc was their was their answer to SummerSlam. I think. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, that, that that whole theme pay-per-view thing they had. I, me personally, I would take No Mercy out and put Halloween because whatever they have in October. I mean, now they changed it to sometimes Hell in a Cell or sometimes something else. But October is usually like a dead month. They always flip-flop with pay-per-views. And I'm just saying, why not just take Halloween Havoc, put it in there. Y'all can make that y'all Halloween theme. Y'all own all the WCW stuff, so I don't see why not. Yeah, I mean, like, it just it just makes sense. Yeah. It's so, um, I'm trying to, trying to think here. Well, I'm trying to think what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Is that um? Is that is that um? Do you like? Do you think that like? No, no, no. Now I remember. Okay, so in the Monday Night Wars between Raw and Nitro, you were Nitro all the way, right? Yes, I like I said, I grew up with WWE, so I was always watching Nitro. So, so like, like if something big, like, 
like if something happened like you know McMahon and Austin happening and if it was like a big moment where you're like sting over here though <laughs> no well the, the, the thing was when I we was in the height of the Monday Night War stuff like that I was not into WWF because I didn't like the way the characters look because when WCW first got started and the Hall came over there, they were using more realism kind of characters. They were more gritty, where WWE was still doing Doink the Clown versus, like, you know, and Yokozuna and those kind of characters. I wasn't really into the cartoonish kind of characters of Mabel, so I turned it off. When we, they started getting into the Attitude Era, and I mean, like, the, the real Attitude Era, like, 98, and Tyson came over, every now and then I would turn over to see, like, okay... What's really going on? Is it any good? And me personally, me being ignorant, I was like, hey, man, they copying all, all, all the characters over here in WCW. They're trying to make it more like a, a WCW thing. It is not. And every now and then I will watch it. But I think after the finger poke of doom in WCW 99, that's when I was really starting to get really angry with the, with, uh, with the product. And when it came to like, then that's when I really kind of went over to WWF at the time, especially since WrestleMania came to Philly in 99, WrestleMania 15, the one we was talking about, it was your favorite one. Yeah. When that came over, that's when I kind of just went over to WWF side because WCW just never could bounce back. But I still watched it. I still flip-flop between Nitro and Raw. But when from like 95 to 97, I was all Nitro. Dude, did you go to WrestleMania 15? I did not go to WrestleMania 15. At that time, I was begging my mother just to buy the pay-per-view at that time. So I was just like, please, I just want to see Rock versus Austin in the first union center because, uh, like I said, at that time, my grandfather had passed away. He, he passed away in 97. Yeah. So um, I didn't have nobody at the time to take me to the wrestling events. My mom wasn't going to take me because she was working, didn't have the time. My dad wasn't into wrestling. My grandmother wasn't into wrestling. So I had nobody to take me or go with or nobody in the surrounding areas. None of my friends was really into it like I was. So I had to just, you know, take just watching it. Like when I became grown, obviously, uh, you know, growing up to do on my own, that's when I was starting able to try to go out to different wrestling shows when I had the money and everything. So like, so like, um, what you thought about all the things that happened in WCW, like, towards, like, the end, like, you know, like, David Arquette win the title and the Triple Cage and all that stuff? and Yeah, well, I hated it all. <laughs> and I would say I do have a guilty pleasure that I, I, I like the Raider Rumble movie because it had all my WCW stars in there. But and I thought the Triple Cage was neat, but they Nitro never gave me an incentive to watch their show. I didn't like it. And I didn't. And then also when, when Jeff Jarrett came over in 99, I was just like, I was never a fan of Jeff Jarrett like that, especially from uh WWF coming over here. And then they were trying to put him in the main event picture. I said, this, this is stupid. This is really stupid. The sting and vampiro thing went on stupid. Uh Goldberg turning a uh, heel was stupid. The only entertaining thing that I got out of WCW sometime was screaming Norman Smiley in the hardcore division. But other than that, it it, it, it died to me in like in the 99. And then in 2000, 
I, I, I didn't even really watch Nitro anymore. I just watched Thunder because Thunder came on Wednesday, so it didn't interrupt any WWE time. So yeah, so I just watched it on a watch Thunder on Wednesdays. I didn't watch Nitro anymore because I was watching Raw, and I would watch SmackDown on Thursdays in two thousand. So yeah, that's when it uh all that stuff. I I didn't I didn't care for David Arquette stuff, and like today they, they never gave me a reason to go back and watch Nitro anymore because they Vince Russo came in there and just didn't care. It it felt like to me. Yeah, I didn't even watch the last Nitro in two thousand one when it, it was the. Uh, Samuel Cast thing with hit with with Raw and Nitro. I didn't even watch the last Nitro. Did you? Did you, yeah, but you technically did if you watched Raw because they simulcast it. Well, I mean, yeah, of course. But I never, I never turned to TNT to watch that part though. Oh, because I um I I actually I actually um because of the network, you know, and having every single Nitro and every single Raw on there now. Um, I actually, I, I actually watched a couple episodes from the dying year of WCW, and even the episodes even towards the end of the company's um, existence. And, yeah, and I watched the final. I watched it, and I did watch the final Nitro and the Raw. That, like, I watched both episodes. Like, I watched both sides of the wall, and they were both episodes were not bad. I mean, the final Nitro did a good job going going out in style, and that episode of Raw that aired that night was. Pretty okay. Yeah, I, I think I was just and I, you know, because Ric Flair versus Sting and Booker T win the uh, WWE World Heavyweight Championship from Scott Steiner. All those great things. It's just I think I was so mad or so let down. Let's put it that way. So let down with the company that I didn't even care to try to watch. But however, every now and then, especially like on a weekend, I would always go and watch WWE Saturday Night. You know, just to you know, have old memories of watching WCW Saturday Night on Saturday Night, and they put Thunder on the um on the network as well. So I go there and watch. I would just binge watch the old episodes of Thunder. Dude, um, how how do you felt after WC? How do you felt when you got when you when you knew that WCW was just done? Like they they were dead. There wasn't going to be an, a Nitro next Monday. They're just gone. They're dead in the water. What you thought? Like, what what was your mindset? At first, I was like. Damn, that sucks. You know, and, and I think I really didn't pay attention to how big it was. I was just like, wow, th- there's no more Nitro. There's no more ECW, just WWE. All right, well, I'm pretty sure Ted Turner will get the company back and by, you know, a couple months, WCW will be back up and running. But I didn't really know the schematics and all that stuff that really happened with it. And I was like, oh, wow. They really out of business. And when that happened, I was at first it was like, oh, I'm kind of happy now because I get to see my favorite superstars from WCW and WWF and ECW all fight in, in the same building. And around that time, that was huge mm-hmm. because, you know, the Indies wasn't a big thing back then. So seeing if you I was an RVD guy from ECW and I got to see RVD take on the Undertaker and I was a Booker T guy from WCW and I got to see Booker T take on The Rock you know so it was it was great seeing all those interactions I would have loved to seen more because when you grew growing up you got the whole Goldberg versus Stone Cold or D, you know DDP versus The Rock or Sting versus The Undertaker all the kind of things you know, that, that, that come, but then 
as I realized, like, where are my big stars at? Where are the NWO? Where is Sting? Where is Ric Flair? Where is Rey Mysterio? And I learned later that they're just waiting for the contract to expire instead of working for them. I was like, but you know, it was, it was, it was cool. I really didn't care. I get to see them all under one roof and enjoy it. I think it really started bothering me in like 2004 when I was like, all right, this is the only kind of wrestling out there. We need another alternative. That's when, you know, TNA started, you know, getting in their stride a little bit. I mean, like if I had the, like, if I were that million dollar winner in the million dollar challenge, I honestly would probably buy the ECW brand, not the video library, but the brand and all the logos and all that stuff. And rebrand and bring back ECW back to the way it's supposed to be and probably do that probably. I can understand that. And this is you know it's it's unfortunate though that the climate that we live in, even though WWE does not do, you know, state where they're they're still PG. And even if you go like watch some things like Lucha Underground, uh they have, you know, violent hardcore wrestling over there uh most times as well. It's wrestling has evolved so much since that ECW era, and now the superstars, like the, you know, they are they're wrestling a lot better, and uh, some, you know, it, it all depends who you have backing behind it because sometimes you can do hardcore matches back to back to back, and it can drain the audience out. You got you got to be able to you know produce it in a good quality way. So, I mean, if you if you got the, the the backing and the producing to go with it, then yeah, you could probably bring ECW back. If yeah, if I if I had the money because like because I don't know, I just I just feel like it would be really I mean, like I'm pretty sure Vince would be like, "No, can't have it." But it would be so cool though. <laughs> yeah, it would be so cool. It would it'd be a good, you know, like the styles of tripping everything. It's just that, you know, sometimes I I I, I want I don't think it will ever happen again, but I do want that other big wrestling alternative. Alternative, so it'll be kind of hard, you know. If I want to see ECW back, but yeah, I would like to see ECW back. But we have so much indie wrestling these days that do the same kind of match types that they did at ECW to a certain extent. It's like, oh, well, you know, you, you kind of got a little alternative. Just don't have that ECW branding behind it. it no, if I if I were to do that. Uh, I would I would appoint you as some kind of role, like some kind of big role, because I know that I know that you live in the Philadelphia area, and it, it wouldn't just because you live in Philadelphia. It'd just be like it, it'd be like you know you have Philly roots, and we can make your character like I'm the original hardcore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be nice to think about. But like, um, I thought I thought I thought that I thought that'd be like something awesome if that did happen. Um, yeah. So, like, I, I want, I just wanted to, I just wanted to ask, and um, and I, I want to go back. I want to talk about your podcast real quickly. Is, sure. Is that um, does your podcast like have a home, like like a like a like a like a station, like a home on a station or something? Um, the 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 wrestling podcast. Well, any of them. Any of them. Anyway, yeah, well, yeah. Well, uh, like the home is, I, I would say, um, like I said, spacious. Productions is the production company that we're a part of. You can, you know, type in Spaces Philly on Google and it don't come right up. Uh, most of the home things like YouTube is the main home. I always post podcasts on YouTube. Now, I do know a lot of people don't listen to podcasts on YouTube because that's not what YouTube is for. However, 
they are always up there. And there are times where they may come out a little bit early or late on the podcast apps, such as if I was to say, if you listen to any podcast app and the most reliable one, because we've been having problems with Stitcher, but the most reliable one is Google Play. And you can just type it in there, and we're already in there. But the main home is probably between yeah, the, the, like the Spaces Philly uh, website and here on YouTube. Because because I was going to ask that um, uh, self promotion or, or not self promotion or plug. Uh, I was, yeah. I was going to ask that Real Hot Radio is actually looking for some content, and I was wondering if you're interested. Uh, if if you want to. If you want to get one of your podcasts on the station, it would be really appreciative to who runs the station who's looking for content. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I, I'm looking for all kinds of uh, radio stations and stuff like that to put my podcast out there. Because I know there are a lot more podcast platforms. I'm, I'm trying to get on as many as I can to try to get my content out there to whoever wants to listen to it, especially who likes re- people who like wrestling. Yeah, so if you're so if you're down, I can give you the contacts to the person who runs the station. If you want to do it, I can I can get you in touch. Oh yeah, sure. You know, after the show, we can uh, you know, we, we can exchange some things and write some things down. Yeah. And so, so like, um, are are you into comic books? Yes, I am very into comic books. Now, now I now now I want to say firsthand that I'm not really into. I know, I know that this is probably I'm probably the oddball for saying this, but I'm not into Marvel that much. You a DC guy? No, 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 not Disney. Wait, DC guy? No. Oh, okay. I'm not. I'm not really. I'm not really into Marvel or DC. I like reading, like you know, Voltron and Adventure Time and uh, regular. Well, okay. Show. You know, like stuff, stuff based, like, like, like anything, like Boom Studio makes. But in the like, there's even wrestling ones. I like reading the wrestling ones too. Yes, I, I I've had picked up a couple of the wrestling comics, especially like the like the NXT series that they have out. Yeah. Wait, what do you think about them? I like them. I really like them. I remember a couple years ago when I first seen them, and I, I picked up about like four issues of them and read them. I was like, oh, this is you know, this is pretty unique. And then, of course, they had uh, some of the newer ones with the NXT stuff on there. And I bought them, and sometimes I haven't got around to reading them, but I do like the uh, the artwork and like the cover art, like like the, the, the variant cover arts and stuff like that. So I will go and collect those, and then, but when I have time, I go back and read them, and I just I, I really enjoy them. Now, now I want now I want to ask: um, Do you have a comic book store like near your house? Yes, we uh, there is a couple of them here in the Philadelphia area that we do go to. There's what is the name of the one that's downtown that we that we go to? I forgot the name of it. So when it when it hits me, I'll let you know. But there's another one called uh, uh, Vanity. Is it Vanity Comic? No, I apologize because the name is slipping from me of what the comic book is. But it, it is near. It's about. 15 minutes from my house and there's a brave new world comic book store that is about 20 minutes from my house that we all go to to get our comics yeah because i was gonna because i was gonna i was gonna say that if that if you don't have time to go to the comic book store and you're just at home you don't want to go anywhere there's actually a website that i go to that i think you would like to where they sell even older they sell new ones and even older ones um it's called it's called mycomicshop.com 
yes, I've heard about that. Dude, it's people the, trying to get me on. Yeah, it's one of the best online comic stores. I I love that I, I love going to because they have everything basically that I need on there. Oh, okay. So like, I mean, like they, I mean, like they even sell like ones from like the '60s, but they're really expensive, obviously. Yes. <laughs> so I mean, if you're interested, I, I you should check it out. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because I so, somebody uh, a couple people was giving me the one so I can read the digital comics, so I don't have to go get like the physical copies. Sometimes I do like the physicals though, but yeah, the read the digital comics as well, and it, you know it breathes through and goes through a lot faster. So when I do get the time. Yeah, I do uh, go over and try to, you know, read up on my comics. The last comic series I was reading was Injustice, which is from, from uh, which is from from DC, obviously, because the new game was coming out. But that was the last one I actually had time to like uh, reading and, and get any info on. I, I, funny fact, I, I own all four issues of the of the really terrible Ultimate Warrior comic. <laughs> really. Yeah, I own all four because the fourth issue is a special Christmas issue, but I own all of them, and it and it and it sucks, dude. The whole comic sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, I I heard about that Ultimate Warrior comic though. I have not got a chance to even come around to even think about trying to read them. Now, now the now I will now I will say I didn't go on my way to buy them. I I don't know I don't even know how I got them. I just have them and I just kept them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because you know wrestling. So, yeah, yeah, gotta keep them. Exactly. As I do the same thing. So there's so many things I got of wrestling that I probably don't need, but because it's wrestling, I keep it. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, if you want to know how big of a wrestling, no, I, I'm such a wrestling fan. I can tell you from from the top of my head without using any information where every single where every single WrestleMania took place. That's pretty good. Because I'm the, I'm the same way, except I can list all the main events from WrestleMania from 80, you know, from the first one, 85, all the way up to now. You can? Yes. You, you want, you want me, you, you want me to label, you want me to, you want me to do mine or do you, are you, are you good? Oh, no, uh, no, hey, wait, listen, it's your show, your show. You drive, you know, so I'm just a passenger. Yeah, because I, because I don't want to bore you, but, but I can do it. Oh uh, sure, let's let's do it. Okay, so WrestleMania one was obviously uh, in Madison Square Garden in New York. Yeah. Oh, right, well, you know how about this? I didn't mean to cut you off. If we'll do this, you go and you, you name where it was, and I'll name the main event. Okay. Yeah. So WrestleMania one was in New York at, at MSG. And that was Hogan and Mr. T versus Paul Orndorff and Roddy Piper. And then, and then WrestleMania two was at three locations. It was in New York. It was here in Chicago, and it was in. It was also in Los Angeles. And that was Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy in that steel cage match. Was that technically the main event, or was there three main events because of three different locations? Three different locations. I'm going by like. The, the main event that was on that last show, you know, because Hogan wasn't going to, you know, he wasn't going to be on that last hour. And then uh, WrestleMania 3 was in the Pontiac Silverdome. And I think we know how that show ended. Oh, yes. Uh, Hogan slamming Andre. WrestleMania 4 was at was at the Trump Plaza in New, in New Jersey. 
Yep, the Atlantic City, where it was the finals of the tournament, where Macho Man defeated Ted DiBiase for that champion for the WWE Championship. WrestleMania Five returned to the Trump Plaza. Yes, where the Mega Powers imploded with Macho Man versus Hulk Hogan for the WWF Championship. Yeah, that was that. I, I I haven't seen four or five yet, but they seem like good cards. Yes. Um, WrestleMania six was it was in Canada at the at the at the at the um uh, Sky Dome yeah the Sky Dome in Canada. Sad damn that was Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior, champion versus champion. And WrestleMania seven was in L.A. at the L.A. Sports Arena. And that was Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter. Which, which, um, for the WWE when, when Huh? No, that was the time when Slaughter was almost was getting death threats and almost died just because of his wrestling character. Exactly. That's when he was with the Iron Sheik and all that. WrestleMania and, 8. What's that? Yeah, WrestleMania 8 where... Okay, okay I, I don't know. Okay, where was that one from? No, WrestleMania 8 was at the Hoosier Dome in Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay, and that was the unfortunate main event of uh, Sid Justice versus Hogan, even though it should have been Hogan Flair or Flair Macho Man, but Hogan versus Sid Justice, where Papa Shango missed his cue. WrestleMania 9, the one that's deep in my heart, was in Las Vegas at at the Caesars Palace. Which was okay. The first main event was Yokozuna versus Bret Hart, but then it turned into Hogan versus Yokozuna for the championship. And then WrestleMania ten, the the came came right back to you at Madison Square Garden, and oh yeah, and that was a uh, Bret Hart versus Yokozuna for the WWF championship. WrestleMania eleven, the, considered the worst WrestleMania of all time. <laughs> Was that was that uh, Stanford, Connecticut? And that was Bam Bam Bigelow, one of my favorites, versus Lawrence Taylor from the New York Giants. WrestleMania twelve circled back around to L.A. Oh yes, the a Hollywood theme. They had the Iron Man match between Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. One probably one of the greatest matches of all time. Yes, I. Even though it's not my favorite Iron Man match, they did a pretty good job. WrestleMania 13 was here in my hometown of Chicago, Illinois at the Rosemont Horizon. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, y'all, Chicago, Chicago, y'all had Sid, or Psycho Sid takes on The Undertaker for the WWF Championship. You know, I don't know if you know this, but do you know that the Rosemont Horizon isn't called the Rosemont Horizon anymore? No, I did not know that. What's it called now? The All-State Arena. Oh. <laughs> well, there you have it. Um, WrestleMania 14 was it was in Boston, Boston, Massachusetts. Yes, that was Shawn Michaels' uh, final WrestleMania appearance, final match versus Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWF Championship. What, what Mike Tyson is the referee, obviously. Yeah, special enforcer, yes. And and then my favorite WrestleMania personally, WrestleMania fifteen was was it was in your hometown of of, of Philadelphia. Oh, Philly. Yes, and that was 
Austin versus Rock for the WWF Championship with uh, later in the match, Mick Foley as a special guest referee. Now, now I gotta say, the Royal Rumble 1999 was fantastic as well. It it it, it was. Uh, you talking about like like the overall show or the match? Both. Both because I like the Royal Rumble from '98 better. You do? You didn't think that '99 Rumble was crazy enough to be crazy good? I mean, it, it was uh, it, it was pretty decent, but it uh, it was like it was either between Stone Cold or Vince McMahon. That was what the whole story was revolving around, and that's what. And then they just had a lot of people that you knew wasn't going to win that match in in that Royal Rumble '98. It was a really like a handful of people that you you really thought was like, hey, who's going to win this Rumble? So that's why I kind of liked it. And they had that Shawn Michaels earning a casket match where Shawn got hurt, but it was still a good match. Yeah. And and then and then and, and then WrestleMania 2000, or also known as WrestleMania 16, was was it was in uh was in the um in the uh, Arrowhead Pond in Anaheim, California. Yes, that was the fatal four way with the McMahon in every corner. Triple H versus Mick Fo- Triple H with Stephanie, Mick Foley with Linda, The Rock with Vince, and Big Show with Shane. Now, now you, now it's um, it's funny. I don't know if you noticed, but do you know that card has not that doesn't have even one one on one match on it? Yes, that card. The only kind of barely one one thing we got was like Terry Reynolds versus the Cat in a stink face match, but there was no one on one matches on that card. Well, if you technically go with that main event and the other three got eliminated, then you got that one. You got one on one match there. Exactly, but it took about fifteen twenty minutes before that before that guy even started. So then <coughs> WrestleMania seventeen. Was was from was from Dallas, Texas, at the uh, at the uh, was it Houston or Dallas? I think it was Houston. Houston, okay. Uh, that was, of course, The Rock versus Austin Part Two uh, for the WWF Championship. No disqualification. I'm trying to. I don't. For some reason, I can't think of the venue off the top of my head. I think it was the... For, I forget what it is right now. All right. WrestleMania, mm-hmm. WrestleMania 18 returns to the, to the Toronto Sky Dome. The unfortunate main event was Triple H versus Chris Jericho, but the main event should have been The Rock versus Hogan. But yes, Triple H versus Jericho for the WWE Undisputed Championship. Great, great match, by the way. Yeah, it was all right. WrestleMania 19 was in Seattle, Washington at Safeco Field. Which has my favorite wrestler, Kurt Angle, taking on Brock Lesnar for the uh, undisputed, the, the WWE Undisputed Championship. With the unfortunate uh, uh, shooting star press. press. Yes. WrestleMania 20 came back to the Madison Square Garden. Uh, one of the greatest triple threat matches in that company's history with Triple H taking on Shawn Michaels, taking on World Rumble winner Crispin Wild, who he won here in Philly, uh, for the World Heavyweight Championship. WrestleMania 21 was in, was, was in the Staples Center in, in California. And, yep, and that was the breakup of evolution as Batista faced Triple H for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yep. 
WrestleMania 22 circled around back to my hometown in, 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 at the All-State Arena when it got changed to the All-State. Yes, and uh, we got John Cena taking on Triple H for the WWE Championship. W- were you on, uh, on Triple H's side or Cena's side when, when you was there? Did, did you go to that one? I wasn't even allowed to watch wrestling at that time. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I didn't start watching wrestling until 2009. Oh, okay. But but it would that would have been so cool though if I was old enough to watch back then. I knew WrestleMania was coming to the town. I'd be like, oh heck yes, I'm gonna be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, I mean, I mean, like, I mean, that was a good show though. It was a good show. Yeah, oh well, yeah, I, 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 that's one of my favorites. Even though a lot of people don't like it, but I, I enjoyed it. WrestleMania 23 was at was at Ford Field in in Detroit, Michigan, and that was Shawn Michaels taking on John Cena for the WWE Championship. WrestleMania 24 was in Miami, Florida, at the no Orlando, Florida, at um at uh at that field. I forget what the name is. The Citrus Bowl. Yeah, the Citrus Bowl. Uh huh. That was um, Edge versus The Undertaker for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, no way. I thought it was Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels. No, no, that wasn't the main event. That that was like match number four. The main event for WrestleMania 24 was Edge versus Undertaker for the World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. Good match too. Right, WrestleMania 25 returned to Texas to Houston, Texas, for the 25th anniversary. <laughs> Yeah, um, Houston or Dad, I forgot which one it was. Uh, I believe Randy Orton takes on Triple H for the WWE Championship. WrestleMania twenty six was in was in Phoenix, Arizona, at the at at uh the Carmel <laughs> Stadium. Yeah, and that was uh Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels streak versus career no disqualification match. Yeah, streak versus career. It's a little crown jewel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, crown jewel kind of messed that whole thing up. WrestleMania 27, the show, the, the Raw that I was at just before that show, <laughs> was, in, was in Atlanta, Georgia, which, by the way, if you didn't know, the the, the Georgia Dome was, was sold out for Nitro at one point. <laughs> oh, yes, it was. Yes, it was. Hogan and Goldberg. But at WrestleMania 27, we got uh, we got Miz versus John Cena in the worst WrestleMania main event of all time. If you want to count, if you don't want to count Hogan and Yokozuna, um, WrestleMania 28, that was in Miami, Florida. <laughs> Not only yes, in Miami at the Sunlight Stadium. <laughs> Once in a lifetime, Rock versus John Cena. You mean twice in a lifetime? Yeah, twice in a lifetime because we got to go back to the next year. Yeah, because because speaking of next year, WrestleMania twenty nine was in New York, New York, New Jersey, New York, New Jersey, where um, where WrestleMania this year, next year is going to be held. <laughs> I know, and that was Rock versus Cena too. And then uh, WrestleMania thirty. Which should have been MSG, but it was in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. 
And that was Daniel Bryan takes on Batista, taking on Randy Orton in a triple threat match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. WrestleMania 31. Was that, was it should have been in Philly, but we're not going to say nothing. Wait, why, why do you think it should have been Philly? It, it should have been in Philly because it Candlestick Park and uh, the the uh, the Lincoln Financial Field were the last two they were debating about. And they were edging out to come to Philly, but our mayor at the time, Michael Nutter, wanted to have the Pope over here. Mm-hmm. And the city over here went into some debt when the Pope came over here, opposed to making any money because of how he shut the city down, opposed to he could have made some money if he had brought WrestleMania over here. So since he decided to go with the Pope, they went over to Candlestick. Oh, oh, wait, 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 went over to Candlestick. I mean, well, I mean, is that, is that, is that what it's called over in the San Francisco, San Diego, wherever they were at on in WrestleMania 31? They're, they're in SoCon Valley. Silicon, there you go. Sorry, my bad. Sil- Silicon Valley. Yeah, obviously. See, that's why I know the main events and not where it was at, though. But main event was Brock versus Roman. But until Seth cashed in and made a triple threat match of Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and Brock Lesnar. And then uh, WrestleMania 32 was at, um, was was in get, went back to Texas. Yes, that's when. We were in Jerry's world. And uh, that was Roman Reigns versus Triple H for the WWE Championship. Wait, what's Jerry's world? Jerry Jones, the owner of the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's his stadium, so they call it Jerry's world. They, yeah, but it must that must have been a really cool experience to be there with that giant, freaking giant screen they had there. Yes, exactly. So it's 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 amazing. I, I would like to go down there one time, but yeah, yeah. that's why they call it the whole Jerry's or that whole big indoor arena that he made. So yeah, WrestleMania thirty three was at uh was was on um, back in Florida in Orlando in in Orlando at the same arena that was held, that was holding WrestleMania twenty four. Yes, and that was uh. The Undertaker taking on Roman Reigns in a no DQ match. But she really should have been AJ Styles and Shane McMahon. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> good match though. Well, we got that as the opener, so they got the crowd high. WrestleMania third and the latest one, WrestleMania thirty four, was was held was held in um uh, was held back again at the Mercedes Benz Superdome. And we got Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. And now, and and now we have WrestleMania 35 being held in New York, New Jersey. Don't know the matches yet, so we can't predict that. <laughs> You're right. Even though Drew McIntyre needs to be in that main event, but yes, man, we know it all. We know it all. <laughs> yeah, we know it all. So yeah, hey, that was pretty fun. <laughs> It, it, on top, no. On top of that, though, just just to be, just in case you're wondering, I um, I have a book, I, I have a, a bunch of wrestling books, and one of the books is uh is it has it's a book of every single WrestleMania from one to thirty, and it and it and it runs down everything about them. Oh, that's cool. That, that sounds cool. 
Yeah, like like it like it tells you like the results and it tells you about every match and it tells you about all the tidbits about about how they how it became the B and all that stuff. It's it's crazy. Oh, that's cool, dude. Yeah, that's good. And I, yeah. And if you and and I'm such a fan. I have the encyclopedia for the first encyclopedia and the latest encyclopedia. I want to get the latest. I have the original, but I want to get get the latest one, the more updated one. And then, and then I have um the whole story of NXT. I have the um like the book about the story of NXT. Um, I got, I got the I got the book about the fifty years of of Dota e, about their whole history. Do you have the Agitator one? Not yet. Oh yeah, that, that's a good one too. I have that one along with the fifty years also. I I have the everything you absolutely need to know book. <laughs> so I can slap into my friends and be like, "You want to be a fan? There you go." <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's a good way for them to get started. I be telling my uh, my other team friend, my, my friends that also. And then and then the last book I have is the greatest is the greatest one hundred matches book. Don't have that one yet. And then I have the 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 book the top ten, the top five or top ten, yeah, the book of top tens. Oh, that's a, that's a, actually a thing. Yeah, there's a book of like, there's a book that they released. I think like, not that not, not even like two years ago. I don't think, and it and it and it's a bunch of top tens of like a bunch of subjects, and they just top ten them. Oh, okay, cool. And so and so I have all of those, and I have all my wrestling DVDs, and I have and I and and so like. So I guess a, another thing I can ask you outside of wrestling. Uh, <clears throat> no, real quickly. No, no, wait. One more thing. Um, sure. I also, I'm also a big train card collector, and I have a, a a literal binder almost full of wrestling train cards. Now that I have not collected like a wrestling trading card in years, it's been about I want to say. 15 years since I collected any of the wrestling trading cards. So that is something that you do have over me. I haven't collected a card by yet 15 years. It's, I mean, like it's, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I, I, I don't want, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to make you jealous or anything, but uh, I have a card in my collection with a hat that has Goldberg, it has Goldberg on the card. And, 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 and what comes with the card is a, is a piece of the ring mat from the Royal Rumble he was in. Oh, because Goldberg is one of my top five favorite wrestlers, and that would yeah, that uh, slightly jealous on that one. Yeah, I, 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 and I also own a, a piece of Bray Wyatt's shirt. Oh, okay. Have you met any? Have you met any of the wrestlers before? I met Cassius Ono before. I yeah, met, I've met Cassius. I met Matt Hardy before. Yeah, you know what? Funny thing. If y'all want to see me, Mr. Andy, get deleted by Matt Hardy, it's on my YouTube channel. Wait, you met Matt Hardy too? Yes, I got he he actually deleted me. Like when you it's on it's on my YouTube channel because I used to go to a lot of the House of Hardcore events produced by Tommy Dreamer in the 2300 arena, and Matt Hardy was there, of course, as broken Matt Hardy, and I got deleted. And it's on my YouTube. Unfortunately, I don't have it in the playlist, so 
you're going to have to like search it saying Mr. Andy gets deleted by Matt Hardy, Nerd Coalition, and it should come up. Yeah, I, um, I, yeah, I met, I met those two. I almost met, I met Mick Foley technically because he came to a, to C2E2, um, two years ago when I went there. Okay. And I, and I, and I got, and I, and I, and I got to talk, I got to like say, you're like, I love you, Foley. Or I, I've said something to him and he said, thank you. <laughs> he was the best dude. Yes. Yeah. I've met, I got a chance to meet before. It's, it's great when you get to meet a lot of your favorites. When they come out, I met CM Punk. That you know what I I missed CM Punk. I was supposed to meet him back when he came to Philly back in 2012 for Comic Con. He came for Wizard World, and I wanted to buy tickets, but I didn't get a chance to. And that was my last opportunity to meet CM Punk. But come to Chicago, man. He's here all the time. Yeah, I, I I just bet. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like, um, do you, do you, on top of the comics and the wrestling, do you, do you collect like your favorite TV shows by season DVDs? Yes, I am a big collector of movies. I'm a huge movie buff and I collect a lot of movies and TV shows and Blu-rays and enough that I probably, sh- you know, probably should admit, but yeah, I, I have plenty of them and when it comes to TV shows, I, I I like binge watching. And don't get me wrong, I do like streaming. But I'm a collector, and I like collecting stuff. Like I have, the, like the seasons of Arrow, The Flash. I have a couple seasons of Gotham. I have a couple seasons of, uh, you know, you know, the uh, Supergirl and stuff like that. So my superhero shows I collect, and of course my uh, regular TV shows that I watch. Also, when I have time, I collect as well. Dude, my invite, my if we play a little game and I name off a few shows and you tell me what you think of them? Sure. Alright, uh, Gravity Falls. Haven't watched it. Um, Rocco's Modern Life. Loved it. Uh, Danny Phantom. Liked it. Beyblade? No, no, I wasn't into Beyblade. How about Metabots? No, I wasn't into Metabots neither. Digimon? Pokemon. Pokemon. Did it? Love Pokemon. Love Pokemon. <laughs> but you, but you don't, but you don't prefer Digimon. I did. I wasn't in, into the all the minds. No, I wasn't into Digimon like that. I watched it for a little bit, and I was like, oh, this is pretty decent. But I was like, why does all the you know the the, the, the creatures in the minds that have mind at the end of them? But I was like, uh, it was alright. I, I still like Pokemon better. <laughs> I, I kind of I, I find it funny because I can because we can relate to your love for for Nitro and Raw. It's like like I love watching Pokemon. It's the greatest, and and I'll tune into Digimon every once in a while. But Pokemon all the way, man. Yeah, Pokemon all the way. Yeah, I, I yeah Digimon wasn't yeah no. Um. Okay. How about regular show? The no never got really into the regular show. Um. Adventure Time. No, don't watch Adventure Time. I, I've seen a couple episodes, but I have not really watched Adventure Time. Um, Voltron, the the re, the new one. The new okay, you know the new one is all right. The new one is all right. I of course I'm an old school guy, so I love the original Voltron. Used to watch that all the time, but the new one is pretty all right. It, it it's it's serviceable. 
Like I, I can watch it and enjoy it. Um, Ren and Stimpy. Loved Ren and Stimpy. That, yeah, that show was amazing. Loved Ren and Stimpy. How about how about Back to the Future, the cartoon? <laughs> you know what's funny? I love the movies, but I've never seen the cartoon. No, it's fine. I the I I only seen a few of the cartoon too, and I'm and I'm I have the whole thing. I, they released the whole series on DVD, and I still gotta watch it. But but I but I um but I have it. Oh okay, yeah. I never yeah I haven't um uh, yeah I haven't seen them yet. Now now I'll go head to head on wars with you uh, about about uh, Ghostbusters and Back to the Future, but we'll start with Back to the Future. What what order do you put those movies in? Which one in which ones do you like? Which one out of the three do you like best? Okay, I really love the first one, but I, there there's a special place in my heart one. So I if I uh, if I had to put them in order, I think. For what I liked, I would have to say two, one, three, and the second one etched it out just a little bit because I really loved the first one. I really loved the I lo- I really loved the first one, but I I think I liked when he went to the future and how much stuff it kind of creepy how much of the they kind of got right opposed to him going backwards. So if yeah, I will go two. One then three. No, they almost got the World Series win right. They were just a year off. Yes, <laughs> just a year. I was like, "Whoo, that's a kind of creepy right there." But yeah, I mean, I mean, like, what do you think of the third movie? You didn't really like it. Oh, oh no! If, if I had to, you said rank them. So, but uh, I, I did enjoy the third movie, and it, it made a good trilogy. The whole country, you know, the whole Western thing was like was kind of kind of cool, but. It was like uh, we we going too far in the past. I don't know. It just it didn't resonate with me like the second and the first one did. All right, for me, I I like I like all three of the movies equally. I mean, like I mean, yes, I kind of gravitate towards the first one a little bit because the first one is really good, and the second yeah. and the second one I love, even though it's about the past now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And I really thought that's how 2015 was actually going to be, and I was so excited for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I love I love all the movies; they're pretty good. Um, they are they are really good. Actually, I loved it to the point. Um, earlier when I was doing YouTube, I did a uh a, a, a Back to the Future video uh, to say which ones that they got right. Like what from uh the um. From, from Back to the Future Two, what what since you know it was Back to the Future Day back in October of 2015, I actually did a video of saying what they got right, and that was one of my one of my earlier videos when I started on YouTube. The the um, do you think they got most of it right? Yeah, they they did they did uh pretty pretty most of it right. It did pretty good. So um. So okay, so how about the Ghostbuster films? Or since they're technically free them now, which one? What? Which order do you put those in, and which one do you like best out of those? Okay, it's the first Ghostbusters from 1984. Then I'll go 2016. Then I'll go the Ghostbusters two. So you go Ghostbusters one, and then Ghostbusters with the women, and then the second one. Yes, I did not. I wasn't a big fan of the second one like that. 
as much. I mean, it was there. I, I just wasn't a big fan of it. The first one, I really loved. The, that's, that's my movie. I really loved the first Ghostbusters. It was one of my you know, top nostalgia movies. And then I actually did not mind the one with the women. It was pretty funny. I enjoyed it for what it was. You know, it got a bad rep, but for what it was, I enjoyed it. So we had the, the second Ghostbusters movie I wasn't really big on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like a lot of people give that new one a really bad rap, and I didn't find. I, I mean, I found it funny, and I thought I found it cool. I mean, I watched it with my mom, and we both liked it. Yeah, so it, it wasn't. I, I went there with, like with, with my wife, and then uh, it was as I watched it, and I got some laughs out of it. I, I didn't see what the problem was. They didn't change the story. There, there are some things that you know I, I had a little problem with, but it was nothing you know you know to write home about. Um, have you seen the Sherlock Holmes movies, both of them? The Robert Downey Jr. ones. Yeah. Yes, I actually kind of like those. Yeah, those, those are those are two of my like favorite movies, probably. Yes, I'm trying to uh, wait for the third one to come out so I can see that one as well. I heard this will be a third one. It, um, has there been any news about it lately, or is it just like dead in the water right now? Right now, it's kind of dead to work because we're probably trying to see what's going on with this uh, Robert Downey Jr. and this whole Avengers thing. But I'm pretty sure once you know that comes out and everything, we'll get more news about it. Aren't they making a spoof of those movies with uh, with Will Ferrell in it or whatever? That I'm not sure of. If they are, I will probably want to see it because Will Ferrell's funny. So, um, so like, do you um, do do you? Did you used to hang up posters in your room back in the day of like wrestlers and other fandoms that you liked back in the day? Actually, yeah, as as a as a man in my thirties, I still do that. <laughs> so I still have. Like, I'm looking around my office right now because uh, I, if you guys watch the fat react that I have, you guys can see that I have like a whole office set up in here. So I actually have the four horsewomen of WWE. I have. The Avengers and Justice League. I have Spider-Man pulling off Symbiote. I have uh, Infinity War, Infinity War poster. Then I have some of the stuff in frame of me meeting certain wrestlers. Like I have a picture of me, my wife, and my son all meeting Sting. And I have that in the plaque. We went to go see Sting in 2015. And then I have, you know, me meeting like Dolph Ziggler and Randy Orton and, uh, Roman Reigns and John Cena and all that. So yeah, it. I mean, it, is your is everyone else in your family into wrestling? Or are you like the only wrestling guy in the house? In my in my house, I am. Well, I've gotten my me and my son are into it. I've like I've really got my son into it. So he loves wrestling, and my wife has gotten back into wrestling because. She was just watching the Edge era, took a break from it. Then when we started dating, and then when she got married and everything, I, I watch it every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday. Even if it's bad, I still watch it and roast it. And uh, she, you know, knows the characters and knows it from all from me in there. So she's and she watches some of the shows with us. So yeah, she started. She got back into it. Now, if now if this was the '90s and it was the Edge era, would you let your son be watching it now? Would you be what? Would you? Let your son be watching it, or would you be like, no, 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 no wait till you get older? No, if it was added to there, I, right now, I probably wouldn't let my son watch it oh, at cool. all. I mean, because I, because I, I, it's it, it, one, it all depends on the child, 
a lot of times, especially when you're a parent, and how 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 impressionable the child is. And I know how my son is. I'm just like, okay, he ain't gonna be able to handle some of the stuff that uh happens in the attitude era. So I probably wouldn't let him because like my, my my son just turned nine years old. Mm-hmm. Now he's getting at an age now. Where I'm probably like, you know what? He probably can handle it. But like I told him, I'm like, when you get double digits, I'll start showing you some ECW stuff. Because ECW was very violent, and I was like, I don't know if I want ready for him to see that just yet. So when he gets like ten or something, I'll yeah definitely show him some ECW stuff. And so, and so, um, and so, like, do you do you ever um, do you ever go down to Philadelphia not just to go see the arena, but to also get the great Philly cheesesteaks that they have down there? Oh, bro, I yes, living in Philly. I have tasted almost all the cheesesteaks. If anybody comes to Philly, I recommend Tony Luke's is very good up here. There's also um, Gino's that's very good. And there's uh, a cheesesteak place called that's not even down in South Philly. It's actually up here in Uptown where I'm at around. And it's called um, D'Alessandro's. Which, by the way, is right across the street from Chubby's, where they used to hang out at in Boy Meets World. Really? Yes. So the show Boy Meets World, they used to all hang out at this cheesesteak place called Chubby's, and right across the street is a cheesesteak place called Delasandro's, which has one of the best cheesesteaks in Philadelphia. So definitely recommend if y'all come to Philadelphia, try out Delasandro's. Chubby's is not that great to me, but Delasandro's is really good. That's that's actually really cool. Yeah. Now, now I live in Chicago, and I know, and I know that you guys are known for your pizza, or your hot dogs, or anything. But if you if you come here, man, you got when you go with pizza, you gotta go deep. Yes, you know what's fun? They got like an imitation uh, Uno Chicago Grill up here, and I know it's not the I know it's not the real Chicago, you know, pizza. But they do have the Uno is a Chicago style deep dish pizza. And I like how y'all do put the cheese on the bottom and the sauce on the top. I mean, like, I, so that- I, the, the the deep dish pizza I like is at this place called Lou Malnati's, and it's and, and they have the perfect amount of crust, cheese, and sauce. And there's a big old sausage patty under it, and it's the best and it's the best tasting deep dish pizza you'll ever eat. Wow, that does that sound, that does sound good. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like it's. They they put a sausage patty at the bottom. And they put cheese and sauce on it, and 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 people like eating it with a fork. But I just take it with my hand and just eat it because it's that it's not that big. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like that's what you're supposed to do, you know? Yeah, it's pizza, it's hand food. <laughs> exactly. And so and so like I, that's I really love that stuff. And when it comes to hot dogs, I mean Port Portillos is the place to go if you want to go for anything else that isn't pizza. Okay, yes. Because their hot dogs and their burgers and their Italian beef and everything they make there is mm, just mm, so good. Uh, it's good. It, it, makes my, it makes my buddy go, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that's good. <laughs> but no, it's, um, it's, it's good. It's good, man. It's good, bro. That's good. So if I ever come down to Chicago, then I'll make sure to look. What's the name of the place called again? Portillo's. Okay, yeah. Make sure I keep that on the radar. Yeah, 
that and, and then for pizza, I go to Lou Malnati's. You won't regret it. <laughs> okay, absolutely. Gotcha. Right, have you ever been to Chicago before? I have never been to Chicago before. Just just one one thing of warning. Do not put ketchup on the hot dog. Just don't do it. That's a big no-no. <laughs> well, I, I, I heard that. I heard that. I was just like, no, don't. When you go to Chicago, when you get, get out, don't you do it. Don't do it. I'm just like, wow, my bad. I make sure I won't. Like, we got the pretzels up here in Philly. So, you know, we got the water ice, the Italian water ice, and the you know the soft pretzels and the cheesesteaks. But, yeah, don't mess with y'all hot dogs and y'all pizza down in Chicago. So, you ain't got to worry about me doing that. I don't even put ketchup on a hot dog up here. So, do you, so, so, um, are, are, so you in the sports or are, are you, um, not really into that? No, I'm into sports as well. Because I used to play sports. Because because I because I never got behind sports. I mean, I support the Cubs obviously because you know that's my home team, and I support them if they go to the World Series and whatever. But like, yeah, but I'm guessing you're a Phillies fan. No, well, when it comes to baseball, yeah, because I am not really too familiar with any more of the baseball teams. In football, I'm a Giants fan. Giants and Panthers. I know it sucks when you guys are from Philly and you they root for New York. And then uh I when it comes to basketball, I'm more of a player, favorite player opposed to a favorite team. But like my team is I like the Knicks, I like the Nets, I like the Kings, I like the Clippers, you know, and they're all because of certain of my favorite players they used to go into that that went to that team. So when it comes to basketball, though, Noy is going to top Michael Jordan from the Bulls, man. The, the Bulls back then, dude, with Jordan, dude, that was, that was like, the best yeah. team. I mean, like, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, you, you, you're never going to kind of get that kind of determination again, especially of how, you know, our the kids play basketball today. But, like, I used to, back in college, I used to play basketball. Wait, um, that, was the, that was the sport I used to play. Are you good at badminton? Yes, I actually am good at badminton because I used to love playing badminton. That, that's my that, sport. Tennis, golf, and bowling. Yeah, I did all. I did, I did a lot of stuff that people looked at me like weird, like "Whoa, why are you doing that?" But yeah, and, and basketball. So I did all that stuff. Bad, badminton was fun. I, I enjoyed badminton. Yeah, that, that's my sport right there. Like that's the sport I like. If, if you ever want to play me in a sport, then you got and you play me in badminton. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, so so five o'clock at uh, at the Philly Fairgrounds. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, they, I mean, look, there's actually a badminton uh, net right up in the park, right up the street from me. So yeah, you know, a whole badminton court. Like, hey, we we can do this right now, type thing. So, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that that's hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just saying, but everybody was everybody look at me and be like, wait, you play badminton? I'm like, yeah, I love badminton. So, so, um, with, with your game, so I'm going to touch on your gamer side. Are you, uh, so you like all, so you like all kind of retro gaming from super, from super Nintendo, the Genesis N64, PlayStations, Atari, everything, right? Kind of. Here's the thing. Uh, real quick. I never liked Atari. Never. I hated it. I don't even, my, my, uh, I don't even own one, so it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, so my 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 brothers had it. I hated it. I was never a fan of the first Nintendo. I was a fan of Super NES, but not the first Nintendo. 
and I had people had a lot of first Nintendo's. I was a Genesis kid. I had a Sega Genesis. Why all my other friends had Super Nintendo? And don't get me wrong, I like the Super Nintendo. I even got you know a Retron now, so I play some Super Nintendo games. But I was always a Genesis, and then I love the classic Game Boy. I, I'm a big handheld gamer. I have, I have bought every single handheld system except for the Engage. But uh, other than that, I have bought every single handheld system. Even the Geo Pocket. Neo Geo, I had yeah, the Neo Geo Pocket, the Game Gear, the Nomad, the Game Boy, the Game Boy Color, SP. I got myself a Nintendo Switch. I just love handheld gaming because I'm not a big guy. I'm not into mobile gaming. I'm not into playing games on my phone. Like People are into that. My wife's into that. No, thank you. I like having buttons and I like changing cartridges. That's just me. That's no. I mean, like, I don't get me wrong. I like that too, to an extent. I mean, like, I mean, I would love to have a Nomad if it wasn't such a battery eater. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, how like how fast does the batteries run on that thing before you got to change them? Uh, uh, it depends. Like, if you put in some energizers or some door cells, they can last you about a good couple of hours, you know, because uh, it's a strong battery, but they will suck the life out of them batteries. So... It, uh, if you play like on average, and you know, you, of course, you turn it off and turn it on, play like every single day, uh, it give you about a good week and some change of better of, of playing time. You put cheap batteries in there, it's lasting only only a couple hours, maybe an hour and a half. No, do you do you know what you do? No, since Christmas is coming up, I gotta say this is, this is a funny joke, but it's probably so wrong. But if you have a if you, okay, if you have a friend who's a gamer. And you don't want to, yeah. and if you don't want to be friends with him anymore, just buy him a Nomad and put Sunbeam batteries in there and tell him, "Hey, hey there, man, Merry Christmas!" And you give him the you give him the uh, the Nomad with the Sunbeam batteries, and, and they turn it on, and boom, it's dead. Yep, exactly. Yeah, like as soon as you turn it on, that took away ninety five percent of the juice in the batteries. All right. Yeah, because because no Sunbeam. No, the reason I say Sunbeam batteries <laughs> is because the Sunbeam batteries suck. Like, like I had them, and when you put them in something, they, you're, whatever you put them in, will only last like five seconds before they, before it's dead. Wow. They suck. They, they're the suckiest batteries on the market. Ooh, yeah, don't, don't go that way. Yeah, I, I would, I'll pay up. But they, they got, we got charges now, right? Well, no, I mean they don't charge up either. They're just batteries that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about now as the gaming now. You can charge me out with my batteries no more. Do you, do you have one of those chargeable batteries? No, not no more. No, I like uh, in all my old game systems, like the Game Boys and the Game Gears and stuff. Yeah, I just change the batteries. Yeah, if I still want to play them. Because I know that the that Energizer sells batteries that you can recharge and reuse. Oh wow! And it, and you can you can plug the thing in. They have a thing that you plug in the wall, and you can put the batteries in there, and they charge up, and then you take them off and re put them back in. It's weird. Oh wow! Yes, that, that's that's kind of, kind of cool. And so, and so, I mean, like, I mean, I have a Game Boy SP, I have a DS Lite, I have a I have a 3DS, I have I have the Super Mar, I have the special edition Super Mar, I have the Super Mario Super like special edition 3DS. Oh okay. Yeah, the D the 3DS XL I have is the old Nintendo uh, special edition. 
And and since I'm and since I'm personally I'm a huge Guitar Hero fan, I own all the games by the way, like every single one of them. Ooh, okay, that's pretty good. I never I was never good at Guitar Hero. It was a good game. I I just sucked at it. Yeah, I have I have all I actually have all of them, including the DJ Hero games, which even though I don't like that DJ Hero music as much, I still got because it's Guitar Hero and plus some of the some of the hits are pretty kicking. So I was like <laughs> I was like, whatever. And and um, they released DS versions of Guitar Hero, and those were the most innovative versions that I bought. And I have it, and I kept my DS Lite for the reasons of just playing those games. Oh wow! Because you know, because you know, after the DS Lite, there's no, there's not a, a Game Boy slot on the on the future ones. Exactly, yeah, they, they cut all that out, so it's all just regular DS stuff now. So. Just like with, with the Switch now, you know you can't play no DS games on there, so I understand. Do you um, do you, what? What's your favorite game right now? Um, like in, in, in any system at all? Um, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, my favorite game right. That's a hard one, but my favorite game right now that I'm enjoying playing is either. Uh, Sp- Marvel Spider Man on PS4. Yeah, I'm loving that game. Uh, I'm diving into 2K19. I'm 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 enjoying that. I, I got stuff to do this year, opposed to the other years of the 2K games. Uh, but I would say right now, because I haven't bought any of the new games like Red Dead Redemption 2 or anything like that, so Spider Man has been my one of my favorites right now. Is um. I mean, like, wait. I mean, wait. What do you mean working on stuff in two K nineteen? Are you saying like you're trying to fix up your universe for your videos and stuff? Oh yeah, I'm doing the universe stuff like that. But you know, uh, like I'm still doing. I'm still stuck in my career. I'm actually trying to get some videos up tomorrow with some my career content in them, and uh, I'm trying to you know get all. There's so much stuff to do in two K nineteen. I you know I like to dive in and try it all out before I give it like a final 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 grade type thing. But it, I'm doing so much stuff. I'm in, enjoying myself because a lot of the 2K games before didn't have that much stuff to do. Yeah, I mean, like they add like a whole like they had five man matches and they added a whole lot to the six man this year. It's crazy. It is. So I've been enjoying the towers mode and I've been enjoying the my career and the universe. And then I'm like, well, I still got the my player towers and I still got other stuff to do. I still got showcase mode to do. I still got so much stuff to do in the game and the million dollar challenge. I just have not gotten around to everything. And that's a good thing because that gives me things to do as I wait for DLC to come out. So I think they they, they swung a home run with this game, in my personal opinion. I mean, I mean, like if you want to technically put it there, there is DLC out already. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying, like the the Bobby Lashley EC that the Titans pack. I know they released the whole Ronda, Ric Flair, and Rey Mysterio thing, but I'm still waiting on the Titans pack that's supposed to come out this month. Did um did you get the deluxe edition and get all the stuff with it, or did you just get the regular edition? No, I got the Wu edition and I did an, unbo- an uh, unboxing for it as well. Oh, oh, you got the you, you oh you went you, you take you took it to the extra stuff. You bought the Woo edition. I bought the Woo edition. You definitely did. I, I mean, it's Rick. You can't you can't go you can't can't go against Slick Rick, man. So yeah, you can't go against Slick Rick, but 
Can your banking camera go against Slipperick? Uh, I mean, well, my wife let me do it. So, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get that. <laughs> so, yeah, I went, and, I went and got the Spud the Wu edition. Because I know, because I know for sure my bank account wouldn't let me, wouldn't let me support it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but like I, but like, do you think with Hogan returning at Crown Jewel, they're gonna put him back in two K twenty with black and yellow, with red and yellow in Hollywood? Yes, I I've said this now. I've said this on my podcast, and I'm going to say it here on your podcast. Get ready, everybody, because Hulk Hogan's going to be your pre-order bonus for 2K20. I mean, like, I mean, wasn't he a pre-order bonus one like one one of the other years? Uh, Hogan was never for the for the 2K series. Hogan was never a pre-order. Well, hold on, he he had the Hogan edition. In 2K15, where you got the you know the red and yellow current and the black and white, but he wasn't the pre-order. The pre-order was Sting that year. Wasn't he in 14 as well? He was in 14, but he it, it, that was the whole WrestleMania, you know, the 30th WrestleMania. So you didn't have to pre-order him because the pre-order for 2K14 was um, Ultimate Warrior. Dota E12 was probably the probably the the worst pre-order bonus ever. The Rock. Because why? I mean, we all know he's going to be in the game anyway. Exactly. So I was like, yeah, we're going to put The Rock in. I was like, yeah, that that wasn't very creative. So I was like, I don't understand why that is. But hey, whatever. I mean, like they put Stone Cold in The Rock every single year anyway. It's like it's like they're. The constant. It's like we know they're going to be in the game. Is that? It's kind of like saying, "Hey, if Stone Cold's going to be pre-ordered next year," I'm like, "Why would he? Why? Why would that be a thing? Because he's always in the game." So, just renew the contract. I yeah. I mean, like a lot of people were mad that Tommaso Ciampa didn't make it and Nikki Cross didn't make it. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've seen that. We see how that turned out. <laughs> well, I mean, we've been doing this for an hour and thirty-three minutes. Oh wow! Well, that's been pretty good. I've I've had fun so far. Yeah. Do you, do, you, do you think we do? You, do you think that we highlighted the the majority of everything? You think? I I think we did. I think you know. First of all, I think we did more. Actually, you know, we uh showed how much of fans we are of wrestling, going down the whole WrestleMania history with the you know the places and the whole events. You know, we got to you know the gaming and you know the people that's on YouTube and stuff like that and the podcast and everything like that. So yeah, I think I think we covered it. If there's anything else real quick that you want to know about me or the channel or where you can find some things, I'd be happy to answer it. Um well, I mean, I mean, like, I know that there's Nerd Coalition, the channel, but is there, and there's all your podcasts on your multiple podcast things, but is there anything else that you didn't bring up yet that you want to put out there? Well, I, I mean, like, I, you know, I, right now, my team and me are working on consistency. I think that's one of the biggest things in YouTube and podcasting is consistency. You know, you can put up good content, but when you put up, sporadically and every now and then people aren't going to watch no matter how good the content is but if you keep putting it up every single time it's supposed to go up even if some of your content is not as good as the others people are going to still watch it because they know that's when that video is supposed to come up and that's one of the biggest things that my 
channel has a problem with and that's being consistent because i do a movie a movie review and i'm supposed to be trying to do one every friday so people can i like going to see the new movies and stuff like that but once again i am like a month behind on my movies that and i've seen them already but i haven't put the review up because once again that's a consistency thing and I mean, you know, life gets in the way. That's just life. But, you know, you still got to try your hardest to try to be very consistent. Like I, I, right now, I am trying to put up more Spider-Man gameplay and along with my W2K19, my career and my universe. And I still got so much content that I do want to put up, but it's all about being consistent. We're trying to find that, that footing now, but uh, we're, we're getting closer and closer to it. So, um, do you think I can I can show up um, on your podcast one time just to talk just to talk with you guys and you can and you can be the the, the ringleader because it's your it's your shows. Yeah, absolutely. I, I will keep you posted on things that we do because uh, usually if I don't get to like the Raw or SmackDown uh, stuff, uh, I usually do it on the podcast. I usually like to do a separate re- a separate review of them, but. This week is probably going to be a review of all this past week in wrestling and stuff like that. And I take down the notes and stuff like that. And yeah, uh, if when we got a show coming up, I'll be like, yeah, why don't we? You know what? We, you know what? Actually, what if you was to join us on our Survivor Series predictions podcast? I I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that at all. Yeah, me and uh, me and my co-host can bring you on, and we going we can do our whole predictions of everything that you feel as though who you think is going to win, how things are going to play out at Survivor Series, and we're going to go over our fantasy draft because we do the fantasy draft every single, uh, every quarter, and even probably participate in the fantasy draft. I, I, I mean, if you ever play, like, I know you, you said you're not big into sports, but we do, like, fantasy football. We do it with wrestling. I mean, I, I mean, I don't I don't <laughs> mind if you just tell if you, when the time comes when you just uh, Explain it to me. I can probably understand it. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. So yeah. I think uh, I'll put I'll put you down for that uh Survivor Series prediction podcast. When's that? When's that gonna happen? Well, hopefully, if uh, everything goes right, I'm gonna say we're probably gonna record it next week. Okay. I'll- so around like next Thursday or next Friday. I'll I'll let you I'll let you know when I get my like my scheduling and all that stuff for that for that following week. Okay. Yeah, sure. You just email me, and then we, you know, uh, we can go over all the the, the details. Or well, I can't just contact you for this for the chat box. Yeah, yes, absolutely. You can, yeah, you you uh, uh, contact me uh, all through the Google Hangouts and everything. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, you want to share your social media to everyone who's listening right now? Yes, you guys can follow us on Twitter at Undeterred Nerd. And you guys can uh, also find us on Instagram at the Nerd Coalition on Instagram, along with us on Facebook. All the links are in most of the videos. Once again, for all our podcasts, you can guys can find us on spacesphilly.com. Just go up to Google, type in spacesphilly.com, and then the first thing will come up, and you'll guys see uh, podcasts like uh, Mark and Dark Show and both sides, but we're on there with the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, and the Turntables Hip Hop Culture and Beyond Podcast. You guys listen to all that great content that we have there, or listen to it all on YouTube 
and you can follow us, you know, on YouTube. Uh, we, we do all the YouTube stuff and I still do the fan react reactions and all that stuff like that, that, uh, uh, Steve likes what I do. So, uh, make sure you guys check us out all on there. And, and also if you have any questions, like, when we do the wrestling podcast or the nerd gas talk podcast, we encourage you guys to come out there and email us at the real nerd coalition at gmail.com. Once again, that's the real nerd coalition at gmail.com. C O A L I T I O N. You guys can ask us any wrestling questions or any nerd related questions, and we'll answer them on the podcast in our email section. So make sure you guys send in the email or if you guys, you know, got me on Google Hangouts or know you personally, y'all can always send me a question and I would love to answer it on the podcast. You can you can find me on uh, Twitter at Nostalgia Vamp. And you can find me on Facebook at CyberTimeBite. And you can get my merchandise at rebel.com, which where you can get the sweet Cyber Time Bite t-shirt where it has the logo just boom right there, and you can wear it around and be like, you like Cyber Time Bite? I like Cyber Time Bite. You should get a Cyber Time Bite t-shirt. No way, where at? Rebel.com. <laughs> and, and, and you'll find that under Crash Steven Gear, which is my OC name that I bring to conventions all the time. And um oh yeah by oh by the way real quick before I end this wait do you go to conventions? Yes, we actually go and cover them sometimes. Oh dude, dude, did we just become best friends? Yeah, I probably will because I, I I go we go to Wizard World Comic Con, Otakon, and any other con that there is, and we go and cover them and sometimes vlog or sometimes go and interview the people that are there because the next one that we got planned to go to is Icons of Wrestling in the 2300 Arena right down South Philly in the old ECW Arena where Edge and Gail Kim and D'Lo Brown will all be there. So that will be pretty good. Look out for that video. Dude, that dude, I gotta say, it was so awesome you, uh, so awesome for you to be on here, and especially for the 20th episode, dude. Yes, I appreciate it. Thank you for making me be a part of the episode during this milestone. Uh, it was it was fantastic. It was great. I can't wait to talk to you more, and I can't wait to show up on your pocket on your podcast too. I think that's gonna be fun. Oh yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. We're gonna have a great time. It's gonna be very fun, entertaining, and you know, hope you love the laugh because that's what we'll be doing there. Yeah. So thank you everyone for listening to Cyber Time by Episode Twenty, and I will see you all next time. And you want to get you want to do like your outro just for fun, easy kicks. Oh yeah, sure. So once again, guys, this is NC, the place to be. Chilling with Tony, Mr. Andy, and the Nerd Coalition is out.